Hi, and welcome to another edition of Jim on the Air. I'm Jim Suriani, your host. Thank you so much for joining us today on this edition of Jim on the Air. And I'm very honored and privileged to dedicate uh, the show to the Reemerge Dance Festival. The Reemerge Dance Festival is taking place um, in Santa Barbara and um, in Santa Barbara, California at Center Stage Theater. And it's uh, four days of dance as a celebration to the fact that um, we are now reopening theaters after a year and a half of the pandemic and being shuttered in place and uh, in quarantine and what have you. And in fact, I believe, yeah, yesterday was um, in, here in California, they've fully opened everything pretty much um, pretty much back to normal. I think you still have to wear a mask if you haven't been vaccinated. But um, other than that, it's pretty much <laughs> no holds barred. And so it's very exciting. And as a way to celebrate the fact that we can return to performing arts spaces, uh, Center Stage Theater has decided to do the Reemerge Dance Festival. It'll take place June 17th through the 20th at Center Stage Theater. And it's presented by both Center Stage Theater and the UCSB Initiative for New and Reimagined Work. Both of those organizations are uh, presenting the dance festival, Reemerge Dance Festival. For tickets, you can go to the box office. The box office phone number is 805-963-0408. That's 963-0408. You can also buy tickets online at centerstagetheater.org. Again, that's centerstagetheater.org. And um, while you're on the website, you can also check out the blog tab and find out more in-depth information about all of the uh, performers, the studios, and, and uh, dancers and choreographers that will be participating in this year's festival. And that's all on the website as well, centerstagetheater.org. And today, my guest is Ashley McQueen. Ashley is the founder and artistic director of Smashworks Dance, a nonprofit dance company advocating for women's empowerment through performing arts, educational programming, and community outreach. She holds a BFA in dance from Webster University and an MFA in dance from Hollins University. And at this time, I'd like to welcome her to the show. Ashley, welcome to Jim on the Air. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. That's great to, it's great to meet you. <laughs> in air quotes, I say, because, you know, it's on Zoom. Um, so my first question for you is, um, how did everything start for you as, as a dancer or as an artist? Where did it all begin? Yeah, um, so I was a very hyperactive child and my uh, my mom put me in dance to get my energy out, so she says. Um, and it just kind of stuck, you know, it was, to me, it was this new language and this new way of expressing myself um, without words, I think even from age eight to now. Um, so I started training, I'm from Alabama originally, so trained with the Alabama Dance Theater, um, ballet, modern, jazz, tap, I sort of tried, tried what they offered. Um, and then, so mostly ballet, but then as I got older, I found um, more of a love and joy uh, in modern dance. So I did different summer intensives, um, you know, Paul Taylor, Mark Morris, and Alvin Ailey, um, and really was just exposed to a lot of different types of movement. Um, and then from there, I actually met Jen Medina, who's still in St. Louis um, at a festival, and she connected me and that's what brought me to St. Louis um, to start my undergraduate degree at Webster and uh, dance with her company. And then she sort of very much a mentor in my life. Her name comes up as I talk about my career trajectory, um, but she recommended I move to New York, which is how I wound up here. 
um, and where I where the idea for Smashworks was sort of born. Um, and then she also, I had a really bad injury, um, and she recommended looking into grad school. So that's how I wound up at Holland's University um, and sort of did that while I was still living in the city and performing. Um, and then now here we are. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Um, so tell us, uh, what kind of a two-part question, what, what form of dance do you uh, specialize in, but then what other types of dance have you been interested in maybe learning as well? Yeah, um, you know, started with ballet, so I think that's always going to be a love, a love for me. Um, but I'm really interested, I think, not necessarily staying confined to just one genre, um, but finding ways that different codified techniques and movements can sort of blur the lines. Um, that's sort of what I like to do with Smashworks, is finding, you know, sort of our own style. Um, but I'm, you know, obviously a lot of modern background as well, so that's a genre that, I, that speaks to me. I would say um, my, one of my favorite experiences when I was an undergrad was going to Thailand and studying classical Thai dance for two months. Um, and that was just a, an incredible eye-opening experience. Um, I would love to go back there one day, hopefully soon, now that we can all travel. <laughs> well, that's amazing. And um, I'm speaking with Ashley McQueen, and she is going to be particip participating in the Reemerge Dance Festival, and her piece is called Drenched. It's a dance film, which will be shown at the festival on Sunday, June 20th, and that particular show will be at 2 p.m. It's a matinee at 2. And for tickets and information, you can go to centerstagetheater.org, or you can call the box office, 805-963-0408. Uh, so tell me, Ashley, what was it like for you? And I, I, I can probably predict your answer because of I've spoken to so many people now who've gone through this, um, but you're a performing arts person, you're a dancer. What was the shutdown like for you over the last year or so, year and a half? How did, how did that all go? Um, it was pretty wild, as I'm sure everyone's answers have said. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it was being in New York City and being in the city that never sleeps and having it be so quiet was just something I don't think I'll ever forget. Um, you know, I just finished a residency and a big performance with the company I dance for, Amanda Selwyn. Um, so, you know, we're all on this post-performance high and I just had a commission on Perry Dance and, you know, and then all of a sudden it's just like everything is quiet. Um, so, you know, obviously it was very challenging. My fiance is a lawyer, he's working from home. I'm trying to, you know, rehearse in the kitchen and it was just a crazy time. Um, but, you know, I do think it gave me space to be still and to um, marinate on what my, who I am without dance, if you will, or who I am without um, the career being sort of the driving force, you know, as a Capricorn and an artist, it's okay, I love yeah. to do as much as I can. And so it was really this sort of rare time to just be still um, and, you know, read different things and watch different things and sit in silence. And so it was, um, crazy and stressful, but I think there were also some beautiful moments. Um, yeah, and you know, we found found ways with Smashworks, we were still doing, you know, Zoom rehearsals and virtual workshops for the Girl Scouts. And um, so we were still busy, you know, creating dance films. And so we sort of found ways to pivot, um, which I think also just shows the resiliency of artists and dancers, you know, if this this giant obstacle comes at you we find a way to still make dance which i think is also nice to know that that's possible right right and um 
do you think there's any part of of your own life that um, now that you've come through the quarantine and the shutdown for this year and a half, do you think there are certain aspects of your life that no longer serve you, or or do you feel like you're just going to return back to the way things were prior to the the uh, shutdown? I think I'm really trying to um, just have a little more balance. I think that's something. Okay. You know, and it's, um, again, in New York that the city energy drives you and that's now back and it's like, oh my gosh, um, you know, feeling that. But I think just finding a little bit more time just to be a normal, a normal person, um, so <laughs> yeah. to, you know, go see a movie or, um, so I've just really found, I think, a new appreciation for a, an overall more balanced life. More balanced. Yeah. I, I feel like that's, that's me too. And probably a lot of people feel like having more balance, more work-life balance or you know what you know as I know that's a generic term but um but yeah kind of you know not dedicating everything to one part of your life or another and kind of having that balance um and I have to say too um you were talking about the city being so quiet I you know online over the last year or so I would come across people's videos of them just videotaping from their their window or something and uh, the the streets below and watching those going wow that is just so weird to see new york so quiet like a, you know qu more quiet than a small town yeah that must have been such a strange thing to, to go through um so tell me about uh your company smashworks tell, uh, tell us about that yeah so we um just got our nonprofit status about a year ago um you know and smashworks sort of started for me is um you know i moved to new york and i danced with a couple companies here and there and um, I just really wanted to make, I think, more of a, a just a new space, um, respectful, collaborative, empowering space for dancers, um, and just sort of giving giving them the opportunity for their creative voices to be heard, um, and finding ways that we could also work to link performance and advocacy, um, especially going through the Hollands program. I really, um, you know, was was drawn to um, wanting to find ways that we can take dance maybe out of the proscenium, not all the time, but finding ways to expand um, expand dance and its audience and how can we use dance as a tool for empowerment and um, and growth. And, you know, there's just so much, it's so important um, and it can live in so many different spaces. Oh, that's, that's, that's cool. And, and how did you come up with the name Smashworks? I was just curious where that came from. Um, so my name is Ashley, uh, my nickname, and when I was a camp counselor at the St. Louis Y, my camp uh, counselor name was Smash, Miss Smash. Oh. Um, so it was, uh, that was one of those, you know, like, like a oh, smash yeah. hit kind of. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so it was one of those, you know, we, um, and when I dance, it's, everyone's always like, you know, smash, you know, I have a lot of energy and very athletic. Okay. Um, so that was sort of where, where the name was born. And then when I was in St. Louis uh, choreographing, I did an evening length show for a nonprofit there and recruited a bunch of local dancers from different companies. And, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I guess this is what like having a company would be like, um, and, you know, and everyone's like, what, what's the name, you know, Smash Co. And everyone's, you know, joking around of different, you know, funny names and Smashworks was one of them. And it just kind of stuck. You know? Yeah, I like Smashco. That sounds like a toy company or something. Yeah, right. Smashco, <laughs> the toy that you can smash. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I, I like Smashworks. That's a great name. It's very catchy. It's, it's awesome. Um, so I'm talking with uh, Ashley McQueen, and she is the founder and artistic director of Smashworks. And her dance film, titled Drenched, will be featured at the 
uh, Reemerge Dance Festival here in Santa Barbara. And the Reemerge Dance Festival is being put on by Center Stage Theater and uh, UCSB Initiative for New and Reimagined Work. Both organizations are combining forces to put on the festival, and we're very grateful to both of them. Um, but uh, the uh, festival will be at Center Stage Theater uh, June 17th through the 20th. And for tickets, you can go to centerstagetheater.org or you can call the box office 805-963-0408. So Ashley, tell us a little bit about Drenched. How did how did this piece come together? Yeah, so um, the idea for Drenched was actually a show I did in St. Louis now probably about six or seven years ago. Um, you know, and I had this, it sounds crazy, you know, had this dream. I literally dreamt the show in water, like big pools. And I woke up and like wrote the proposal like in bed um, and sent it in and was able to set this set this piece um, with the Nanya Arts in that in their space. Um, so I did it in St. Louis, moved to New York, and then um, I had a friend who commissioned it to be performed in Birmingham, Alabama, which is when that was the second iteration. And then um, you know I knew that I wanted to bring it to New York somehow. And then this pandemic hits. You know how are we going to do a show in water when we can't even touch? Um, <laughs> on all the you know all the logistics um but you know it was one of those it was kind of you know the grief of um COVID and the loss of you know what we knew our lives to be and um injustices against the black community and you know I lost my dad about two years ago and so it was sort of this you know when COVID hit it was you know everything just sort of bubbling up and all I could all I could think and see was just water um, I was like, I think I just have to make this. I don't know how, but we're gonna try. And, you know, um, we started creating some movement and I had a good friend who connected me with this videographer who was like, oh, I know a space in Queens that has a water room. And we're like, great. So, you know, <laughs> we showed up there and he, he filmed for us. And, um, you know, again, it was still at the time we weren't vaccinated. So it was, you know, everyone take your tests every day and, you know, quarantine and you only take your mask off under the water and then it's back on and one at a time. Oh, wow. So it was really, a really interesting experience um and for me you know turning it into a film i really had a lot of freedom to experiment with creating a bunch of solos into like one large group work um which was not really what i expected to do when i went in to making this as a film i was like oh you know a couple solos um so it was really fun to just sit down with the movement and you know mix up sound and sort of create a whole different storyline um, that wasn't sort of my original intention. So is the entire piece done like with water or with water like raining down? Is that how it works? Okay. Yeah, it, um, it's just a big, big black box room with a giant shower. Um, okay. Okay. How did that all work with, I'm just curious about how, you know, the technical side of things, you know, filming it and, and having to be wet and then not be wet. And as you're saying, you know, having to take masks on and off. Um, what were some of those challenges as far as filming is concerned? Yeah, you know, we were lucky the water was very warm. Um, so that was at least a bonus. Um, but, you know, the first we shot two different days. Um, and the first time that we shot, there was only three dancers. Um, so, you know, we sort of did a, a back and forth and we, you know, realized, oh, okay, you know, once you've danced in the warm water for 10 minutes and then you're out for 10 minutes, you get a little chilly. So we're like, okay, you know, it was one of those, we sort of had a trial and error the first time. Um, and fortunately, again, the ground, the space was made for people to film in it. So it wasn't slippery or anything, which was great. Um, so I'd say, you know, in the second time, we just did it in chunks, one dancer at a time, 
did all their stuff and then they were out um, as well as to keep social distancing. So it was just a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, definitely a learning experience. And then um, tell us, what are you hoping the audience takes away from the piece once they've seen it? What When they leave the theater, what are you hoping to leave with them? You know, I think, I hope that they leave with whatever they need to take away. Um, you know, I think this piece, and it's a 23 minute film in its entirety, we'll just be showing the um, last two sections. Um, so, you know, it's abstract in form, um, it's very experimental, different editing techniques and playing with coloration. And, um, so, you know, again, for me, it's very base, you know, the whole from start to finish shows sort of these different evolutions of grief. Um, you know, the sound and the water and it's, it's very visceral. Um, so I just hope that they leave, again, taking away what they need to. You know, I've had feedback from different people and, you know, crying or hopeful you know everyone sort of has their own emotional ride as they watch the piece so i think um i'm just excited to hear how it's received yeah absolutely and it, it's neat to have a piece like that that is you know mostly abstract and so it's neat to get different reactions it's like watching looking at a painting in a in a gallery abstract painting and kind of wondering and having people have different emotional reactions to it um it's it's neat to be able to to do just that, just to be able to create something that will have some kind of response, whether it's positive or negative or joy, like, you know, maybe uh, tears of joy or laughter. It's, it must be neat to be able to create something like that and then and to see the variety of reactions to it. it must be very cool. Um, I'm talking with Ashley McQueen and she uh, created a dance film called Drenched and it will be shown during the Reemerge Dance Festival, which is being put on by Center Stage Theater and UCSB Initiative for New and Reimagined Work. The festival takes place June 17th through the 20th, and for tickets, you can uh, go online to centerstagetheater.org, that's centerstagetheater.org, or simply call the box office, 805-963-0408, 805-963-0408 for tickets. And also when you're on the website, click on the blog tab and you can learn all the in-depth information about all the various dancers, choreographers, studios that are participating in the festival. It's all there on the blog tab at centerstagetheater.org. Um, so Ashley, I hope you don't mind if I put you on the spot and ask you some random questions. I've been asking everybody what I've been calling random questions just to kind of get to know somebody on a level other than their performance art. Uh, would you mind if I put you on the spot as I'm asking you right now? Go for it. Okay, good. Uh, well, thanks for playing along. <laughs> so the first question I have is, um, for my random questions, what is your favorite comfort food? Comfort food? Hmm. I'd probably have to say popcorn. I'm a okay. big eater, and um, it's, my cat also loves popcorn, although he shouldn't eat it, but he, every time I cook popcorn at home, he like runs up and meows, gets really excited about the smell and the sound. Um, so I'd say popcorn if I've had a rough day. That's sort of my yeah. go-to. <laughs> yeah, and I think you're like the second or third person that I've interviewed who said popcorn, and it, it is such a great comfort food. And, you know, especially like if, you know, if it's a cold night in the winter and you don't want to just watch TV or watch a movie and have popcorn. Now, you're in New York. Um, do you have Trader Joe's out there in New York? We do, yes. Okay, good, because they have, uh, Trader Joe's has the uh, pickle in a popcorn or a popcorn in a pickle or something like that. Have you had that? I have not had that. I'll oh my try. God. You have to try it. It's, <laughs> if, if you like pickles, 
And if yeah. you like popcorn, you could, it's literally both in, in they have a green bag and they, they only have it seasonally, I think. And um, it's, it's pickled flavored popcorn. And when you open the bag, it smells like, pop, like pickles. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. That's yeah, you have up. to give that a try because I think they only carry it like for the summer or something. So you'll have to <laughs> check that out. But yeah, but popcorn is a great comfort food. I, I totally, um, that's got to be one of mine. I, I don't know if I can ever pick just one, but popcorn is definitely one of them. Uh, so another question for you is, uh, what is your most treasured possession? And treasured possession could be person, place, or thing. It could be, uh, it doesn't have to be material. It could be a human being or an animal or anything you want it to be. Ooh, that's a tough one. I probably should say my fiance. Um, <laughs> he is, but I would. <laughs> well, of course, that goes without saying. <laughs> close guy um, with my cat, little Sebastian. He's uh, he's our our little mascot, our best friend. Um, he's we got him together a couple years ago, and uh, he still like sucks his tail. Like it's like a it's like sucking your thumb, like little comfort thing. He's just the goofiest cat. He's, he's just like a dog. He'll come when he's called. Um, so I'd probably have to say little Sebastian. Sebastian the cat. And what uh, what type of cat is Sebastian? He's an orange tabby. Orange tabby. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, cats could be so much fun. And yeah, they and they all have their own personality. They really do. I, and I think cats and dogs both. They both have their their personalities. And then uh, one more question. Um, what? And this has been kind of hard for everybody to pick just one. But what is your favorite fictional character? And that could be from movies or television or a book or or what have you. Do you have a favorite fictional character? Fictional character? Ooh. Um, I'd probably have to say Miranda from Sex and the City, the series. Oh, okay. I'm a, I'm a big fan. She's uh, she's Capricorn, gets her work done, focused. Um, I'm just, I'm a big Miranda fan. Miranda from <laughs> Sex and the City. Yeah, and she's, that's a great character. For great. And, and I forget the actress's name who played her. Um, uh, Cynthia Nixon. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's a great character. And, and um, she, well, they, they all did. Everybody did a phenomenal job with those characters, and they really made them, uh, like, well, made them their own. And you can't help that because it's a series, and you know you can develop those characters. But that's a great character to think of. Um, so, um, Ashley, we're almost out of time. But before we go, is there any four one one information you want to put out? Any websites or social media information? Any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd say follow us at uh, our Instagram is Smashworks Dance, and our website is SmashworksDance.com. So I'd say follow along. We're um, we're off for the next month for the summer, but then we'll be back in person, hopefully in a theater very very soon. Um, so we're very excited. Awesome, and and so everything is Smashworks, either Smashworks.com or Smashworks on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, all Smashworks Dance, one word. All okay, that's right. All Smashworks dance dot com <laughs> and of course all one word all smashworks dance awesome well um ashley uh, thank you so much for joining us today and continued success in your career in dancing and choreography and with smashworks and um thank you so much for being with us thanks so much jim i appreciate it hopefully see you in person yes hopefully we, <laughs> we can do this in person it would be great and again, if you want to see Ashley's uh, film at the festival, it's called Drenched, and it will be on Sunday, June 20th at Center Stage Theater. For tickets, you can call 805-963-0408, 805-963-0408, or visit centerstagetheater.org for tickets as well. 
centerstagetheater.org. And while you're on the website, you can click on the blog tab and see all the in-depth information about all the studios that we've uh, talked with uh, throughout this whole process and the dancers, choreographers, etc. Everything's available on the blog tab there at centerstagetheater.org. And if you want to know what I'm up to, if you're curious about my stuff, I'm Jim on the air, Jim on the air on social media. And also the podcast is called Jim on the air and you can find it at Apple podcast, uh, anchor.fm, Spotify, Breaker, Google podcast, just to name a few. And again, the show is called Jim on the air. And again, Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today and continued success in your career. And, and um, yeah, and hopefully we'll meet in person one of these days. Sounds good. Thanks, Jim. You're welcome. And everybody, thank you so much for watching or for listening. And we will catch you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>